We individualize training in the pool. So why not individualize your nutrition? Erica Barney of Barney Wellness Building will help you and your swimmers get exactly what each athlete needs through genetic testing and personalized nutrition plans. So stop guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body. Athletes within a few weeks have noticed they're recovering faster because they're fueling their body with what they need and staying away from what their body hates. Erica understands swimming. She gets it. She's worked with over 20 Olympians, including the fastest man in the world, Caleb Dressel. Group discounts are available. So go to Biney Wellness Building and get in touch with Erica today. That's Biney, B-E-I-N-E, wellnessbuilding.net. Let's do this live action. Lights, camera, action. We're back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> Nate's back in the house. Mm. Feeling good on a President's Day this Monday morning. We also have Megan Nay. What's up? She's not. Oh. She can't hear. What about Sonny, dude? What you She's doing? Sonny's Sonny's one hundred percent here. And look at you, Nate, the American, outnumbered by everyone else from all over the world. We've got the two Commonwealth. Aussies. We've got a Brit. Yeah, I didn't oh. think about that. Commonwealth now I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. It's President's Day, but not for not for us three. Well, I mean, Brett's Brett's a uh, he's American. American. I'm a yeah. full blown American man. If they if they asked me to go to war today, I'd strap on. Let's go. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, man, some, some volume issues there. Some microphone issues. Look, you're getting you're becoming a professional. You got a pro professional mic there now. Yeah, she ain't messing around. I guess she can't hear us either because she's not making any facial. Oh, there she is. She's back. Say something. I'm back. Yes. Oh, right. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're back. What okay. happened? The mic, the mic wasn't working? Yeah, I, I I, just didn't turn it on. So that's a little bit oh. embarrassing. I'll take oh, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> How you guys up, doing? Good. Happy Monday. How good? Yeah. I know. I mean, good morning. I'm eating blueberries 8 o'clock in the morning, you know? Hey, that's super, super healthy, mate. Antioxidants. I like it. Yes. Lots of action over the weekend, guys. Well, not even the weekend. The whole week of swimming was massive this week, eh? It was in the, the little the little 25-yard pools you guys love over in the America. There was all yeah. that <laughs> yard action. Uh, mm. I, honestly, I just find it fascinating how hyped everyone gets for yards. And I just I can't help but feel like it's still so underdeveloped considering records go every other minute like it's not long course meters and i know great swimmers have done yards but god people get so psyched for like every one of these ncaa <laughs> records and it's like oh someone swims a heat it's a record someone swims a relay it's a record it's like come on uh, but... that man let's not get carried away here let's 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 have a look at the context of the people that are breaking these records we've got some freaks swimming in the college system right now, man. Absolute freaks. That's right. Yeah. Olympic medalists, Olympic mm. gold medalists, world yeah. record holders. Yeah. Um, it it we are lucky right now. We have we have a huge amount of people, fifth year swimmers. Um mm. yeah. They're just they're everywhere. And they, 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 these are just the first conference meets, you know. Of course, it's the SEC, the ACC, those are the big dogs, those are the two big boys. Um, but uh yeah, I mean. Josh Leendo, Jordan Crooks, Kate Douglas, Gretchen Walsh. I mean, we just have Maggie McNeil. She went 45-2. 
in a hundred yard freestyle. Yeah. Fast yeah. as ever. Faster it's, than Simone Manuel, faster than anybody. Yeah. And know? she's a world champion, long course. And an you Olympic mean? champion, yeah. long Come course. On. Come on. Like, you got, you got Olympic champs swimming in, in college. Like, yeah, you're going to have some records go down. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, it's a crazy level of swimming right now. You know what record didn't go down, Brett? Uh, Auburn's 200 free relay. Hey, yo, yeah. still there. Can't Holding get it. on, I think, like, still what, got it. Six hundredths <laughs> or something. No one like could that. get it. You think you think it's going to go down though? NC2As. Well, you know what? You know what keeps happening. People keep getting close. It's like oh, they almost broke it. There's a lot of the list of almost is building. Uh, there there must be about twenty different teams that have almost broken this record. So I don't know. I don't think it's going down. I think it's going to stay long. Dang. It'll almost be broken, but it yeah, won't we'll be. see. <clears throat> They're so close. They just need like one one better relay start and it would have gone, you know? Like that's yeah. it. Just less than a tenth. I think the leadoff guy, if he'd just done what he'd done in the in the individual that had got it, but they didn't get it. And who who was that team, Brett? Matt Taggett? Uh Taggett was on there. Uh, um uh Jacob Ank uh, Ankjar. Jakob Jakob Ankar, yeah, yeah, from Denmark. Jakob, uh Matt Target. Uh, and um Colton Norris? No. He was on the medleys. Uh, Caesar Caesar was on there, and then um, I think it might have been Brian Lundquist. Was it? No, it wasn't. Well, not Brian Lundquist. Maybe Scott Goodrich. Okay. One of those guys. Yeah. So it was, it was. I don't know. There was a bunch of guys around that period of time that could have been on it. I can't remember exactly the order, but they all went eighteen five average. That was the average. You have to go an eighteen five average. So it's which quick. is what one fourteen zero. Yeah, you basically got to go under. You got to go one thirteen for the first time ever. You know, at two hundred. Yeah, yeah, so, it's quick together. Yeah, it's Megan, did you watch any swimming over the week? Yeah, I watched a little bit. Uh, okay. So coming from Australia, uh, long course readers. I'm talking about. I did watch uh, most of the um, yard stuff, so I'm still getting used to all the yards swimming and the times and everything, which is pretty cool. I like learning new stuff like that. But I watched the Vic Opens. Mm. Uh, so that was long course. Um, right. Bit of a standout, Kaylee McEwen for me. I think it just shows she can actually nearly swim everything. Obviously, butterfly is her weakest leg, but she split. What she go? For? She won the hundred breaststroke in a one hundred six eight. Oh, um, long course. Yeah, That's pretty damn quick. Eight long course, and she's not a breaststroker. Wow. Uh, and then two minutes later, literally, she had a fifty men's event, and then she won the hundred free in a fifty four. What she go? Fifty four six. So pretty solid for her. And then the 100 backstroke, obviously a big standout. She went 57.9. I think your headphones might be cracking a little bit. We'll go there. Yeah, Is that better? Was. Might have been. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, she went 50, 57.9, which is Sounds like it's the microphone. Yeah, yeah, it might be the microphone. Something, something's cracking, yeah. Let's go this way. A little, little crackly. Is that better or not? Let's no, crackling. something's cracking in the background. It's probably got too much gain or something. Maybe you can like turn down the. Sometimes microphone. when I use those headphones, man, the Apple headphones, they always yeah. crack on me for some reason. I don't know why. Is it still cracking or yeah. is it yeah. still cracking? That's yeah, still cracking. Where Figure it you? out. Figure it out. Okay, let me let me try. Yeah, she'll figure it out. Nate, hit us up with something, man. Figuring that out. All right, here's the thing. I want to really. I, we talk about this all the time, and of course, it's about the underwaters. But can we just appreciate the hundred freestyle here? Mm. 
Great. Here's Virginia Tech's Yusef Ramadan kicking further than everybody. Here's Maggie McNeil. Oh, kicking further than everybody. Jordan Crooks, Josh Leendo. Oh, kicking faster than everybody. These are still the primo long course swimmers of the world, though. You know, like getting there. Yeah, a lot of them. You know, I'll, I'm getting I'll, there. So, uh, are are we, are we um are we still like not training enough underwater, especially like in America? Like, if you want a college scholarship, you got to be able to kick, right? Well, yeah, I don't know if it's training enough. I think um, you got to be really good at it too. You know, a lot of people train for the the mile and aren't that great at it, but it's, um, you gotta be pretty good at it too. So I think it comes down to analyzing some technique and, uh, and definitely the dedication to it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty surprising to see these winners kicking out this far on, on a hundred, you know, obviously, um, you know, a guy like, uh, you know, Kyle Chalmers, one of the world's best he's he's not kicking out but uh in the college in the collegiate system it seems like the best people are and uh a lot of that has probably come from from dressel his dominance right like being so good at his kickouts i mean even in the She barely took any strokes. It was, she was, like was literally kicking the whole time. It was six strokes out, seven strokes back. Crooks was seven strokes out, eight strokes back. Um, I also, mm. you know, I counted Dressel's strokes. He was, he was, I think, eight strokes and then 11 strokes. So he was actually considerably more strokes than both Jordan and Gretchen. That's interesting. Um, he comes up a little earlier. Gretchen goes the longest. Gretchen is like on the 15 button, almost start and turn. Like she, That's a little bit of talk that she went over, wasn't there? I, I watched that race a million times. She didn't go over. Okay. Um, All right. No way. Like she, she break. I think people get confused what going over on fifteen meters is mm. as well. Like mm. it's doesn't matter what break like breaks the surface as long as a millimeter of your skin breaks the surface before fifteen meters, you're okay. And her head breaks the surface at fourteen point like seven meters. Uh, I wouldn't say it's safe, but it's not. It wasn't borderline or anything. But. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many times I can answer this question either, by the way. Any question, go over to any question. There are literally 20,000 answers on swimming, and there are about 100 of them at least give you the best kick sets in the world. Megan's on it. Sonny's on it. Brett's on it. Any question, go over there. You can not only ask questions from the world's best, but you get answers, and they're there forever. I'm telling you, there's hundreds of these kick sets over on any question. Please take my advice. Get over there. Check it out. Okay. That's it. What else? Oh. You don't, you don't have a kick set for her, the I, swimming I, coach? I've got hundreds of them, mate. Hundreds <laughs> of them. God, they're all over there. Nate, Nate chops them up and puts them into little videos all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Am I, I don't still, know. am I still crackly, guys? Am I still so bad great. or am I back? Sound good okay, now. I'm back. I'm back. Got rid of that microphone? Actually, you sound better. Yeah. 
just having a few technical difficulties. It's sometimes, all right. sometimes you invest in all this technology and then you strip it away again and go back to the basics. Just trying out a few different things and it's just not okay. Oh, trust me, we've been there. We've been there millions of times. Yeah. Um, Sunny, how's the, but I see the swim, the swim caps in the background. How's the caps and the and the shirts and the and the um the merch selling, mate? Doing okay? I'm I'm really happy with how many shirts I've already sold. Um, mm. I've sold some internationally. I've sold a fair few to the UK. I think I've sold. I got a hundred of these made. Uh, they're mm. really cool. Let me show the back of these shirts quickly. They're uh, yeah, they were cool actually. They're uh, my my girlfriend done this design, but um, nice. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, like it's obviously me. It's obviously me. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, Brown and yeah. Mizuno fake background. Scene. Yeah, fake I mean, background, but everything else looks real. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've been going to the gym recently, as you know. And then we've got a yeah. few pools. You know, can we name all the pools in the picture? Um, oh, oh, the water cube. There's the water cube. Yeah, so 08, Beijing London. London's in front of it. And then, yeah, the one, this one's the one you probably won't know, but it's uh. I mean, Megan, you may know this as you've spent some time in Dubai. Oh, that's too yeah, bad. a little bit. That's that's Hamdan in Dubai. So that's like the main sports oh, complex, main 50 meter yeah. in Dubai. So yeah, these are my t-shirts. You can buy them on my website. They've got my little logo on the front. I'm really happy with how they turned out. Yeah, Nate's going to be repping one real soon. Um, that's right. Oh, yeah, there yeah, we go. Paul, Paul, Paul Bowie. Paul Bowie knows what the pools are oh boy yeah, oh boy i have caps as well caps are here blue and white and yeah i like the white one white one's cool mate <laughs> what about, makes it look more tanned what about <laughs> what about dad coming in giving you a little bit of shit there what's that all about <laughs> what's dad saying you with brett's body sure that, that, that's not that's, even a stretch is it let's be honest savage um, dad I wish I was as jacked as Brett. That's my forever inspiration. Yeah, I wish I was too. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get back to the swimming. So, where where do we start? Let's just well, let's well, go through this thing. We were talking about Kayla McEwen before oh, we had uh, some technical difficulties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she went fifty-seven. Oof. Yeah, fifty-seven oh, nine in the hundred back. What happened? You, again? you had you perfect start? audio, and now you've lost. Oh. Perfect audio. I think it's Kayla what? McEwen. She must be the. Maybe. Uh, Every time I talk about her, it's not okay. She's the Still devil. crackly. Yeah, she's the devil. Get All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say goodbye and sign in on, on another tablet. So yeah, pull your oh, headphones uh, off completely. Those are awesome. Yeah. All right, I'll check back in. <laughs> See that? That's what we do. All right, uh, let's go to the, let's go to the let's go to the team races. Team races. Anything interesting in the team races over the weekend? Any surprises? Well, Cal and Stanford, the men's team did have their final dual meet. I don't know if you saw that. Kind of get, kind of got lost, you know, because of all the conference championships. But, uh, whew, Cal swam fast, boy. And now, did, did they both suit up, or one team suited up and the other didn't? Who, who apparently suited it was, up? Apparently, it was like you could suit up if you wanted to suit up, or I don't know if the coaches said, "Hey, you're suiting up, you're not." But I think there was a mixture of suits and no suits. Oh, even between the teams. Uh, that's that's what I've gathered. Um, you know, some people obviously suited up, such as Bjorn Seelinger going 40.6 on a relay. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, pretty good for a Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, th I think people were getting a bit carried away thinking Florida might, you know, threaten for this title. They look, Florida were amazing at SECs, and uh, they're really, really deep. They're, they're, 
seemingly got someone in every event now. They've got some great superstars with the likes of Liendo, but also they've got the guys coming third, fourth, fifth. Um, and people are like, will they challenge Texas and Cal? And then you look at what Cal were doing in that dual meet, and I just I just don't see it personally yet. But uh, I think they're almost a lock for third place at this point. Yeah, that men's race will be interesting. Um, but the, the the Florida women came out and actually won the meet too, which was surprising because uh, they hadn't won that in like something like 14 years. So they they actually came out and won that thing. Um, so that was a big deal, I guess, for them. Um, I, I me immediately text uh, Kristen Merslack, who was uh, on, on our podcast here a few weeks before and uh, told her she needs to ask for a raise. So. <laughs> gotta gotta do that after a big win um but yeah florida women uh, surprisingly in there um and then i think the uh my boy out of virginia tech uh they they ended up finishing sergio. second sergio finished second in their in their team race uh behind, great. behind nc state was it yeah yeah behind nc and, state yeah yeah and yusef ramadan is just killing it i mean mm. he, he swam so fast mm. in all of his events Who's the kid? Uh, 43.9 in the 100 fly. Top, top. Faster than both Crooks and Liendo. Everyone's hyping up them oh, boys. Yusef yeah. was quickest in the 100 fly this year. Well, yeah, this season. So far, yeah. So Who's the kid that came out and talked about, um, you know, almost committing suicide and then winning the 53? Who was that? Uh, I don't want to pronounce it. Ab Abdullah Um oh. Another Egyptian swimmer. Where's he from? Is he Alabama? No, Louisville. Louisville, sorry. Yeah, Louisville. Yeah, yeah. He six in the fifty. He weren't as sharp in the the other events, the hundreds, but uh eighteen six is not messing around. And he was nineteen two in the in the heat. I mean that wouldn't have even made the final at SEC. So that's kind of oh, crazy. Wow. But uh dropped point six in a fifty freestyle heat to final to mm. take the win. And what a comeback story, eh? Um extremely emotional. I mean, yeah. it was you know, goosebumps the whole time. Yeah. If you don't know, he tried to attempt suicide last year, um, like a week. So I think some somewhere between SECs and NCAAs. He, he wasn't on the – he didn't make the NCAA team, and everyone was like, what's going on, what's going on? And, um, I mean, it, he put it out on Instagram, you know, like he just tried to end his life. And um, 11 months later, here he is uh, winning a 50 freestyle title and, and he just not, not being able to believe it. I actually think – I think I – I think I, ha I can. Hey, when we go to questions, I want to come back to this one. So, um, can you can you highlight this one for us, Nate? I want to come back to it in a minute. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a... lots of good questions, guys. If you ask questions now, we'll come back to them later. So, ask questions the whole time we we, we yeah. recap stuff. Let's start we'll some of these. Back at the end. Let's start so some you... of these questions. Yeah. Um, Meg, uh, Megan, let's give you another chance to try and talk about <laughs> Kaylee McKeown. <laughs> Do you reckon this will be third time lucky? Yeah, you're perfect. I'll get you're there. No crackling. Good. Third time's a charm. I'm not even going to say her name, but we know who we're talking about, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to jinx her. Uh, no, she swims super well. Um, I think the move to Bali, I think she's swimming, you know, it was a bit of a transition time with her. Um, but I think now she's, you know, she won the 100 free, she won the 100 breaststroke, and she won the 100 back and 200 free. But the highlight for me at Vic States was 57.9, the 100 back. So mm. she, um, that's quick. You know, mm. that's really quick for Feb. Um, we've got, you know, our trials coming up in April. Um, so to be swimming, you know, under 58.0 long course, this, mm. you know, this close, um, you know, this early, I, I think that's it's really good to see. And I think 
her swimming the 100 breaststroke in a 106 and then 100 free. She won the 200 free. wasn't special, 158. Still really solid. But I really want to see, I mean, yeah, we know she's Olympic champion in backstroke, but I would love her to, I'd love to see her concentrate on that 200 IM, um, two mm. and 400 IM. I think, I know, I think she's just got something special and I don't think she's ex- kind of really, you know, shown us what she's truly got in those two and 400 IM. So, um yeah, and I think Isaac Cooper swam as well, um, 100 backstroker, 50, 100 backstroker from Australia. He went 24, 24 high, I think, in the 50 back. Mm. Um, 100 back was a bit slower. I think he got fourth. Um, yeah. But that was, you know, good to see good to see him back as well. Um, hey, what so, do you yeah. think uh, part, part of Bowley's squad uh, would go down to Vic States and swim and, and the other part wouldn't? Why, why do they split like that? So, Kaylin McEwen, uh, her boyfriend, Brendan Smith, uh-huh. uh, also raced there. Um, I'm pretty sure he's from Melbourne, maybe. Uh, okay. um, so, I think he wanted to swim it. And I think it was more if you want to swim it, if you want some more race practice, yeah. um, you know, depending where you are in, in training, I think go for it. I kind of think you're silly not to. I think in Australia, mm. you can't get enough experience. Yeah. You can't yeah. get enough racing. So, I mm. say go for it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was interesting to see. You know, some of Bolly's squad go down there, but she didn't go down. So Kelly was there by, you know, no coach. So to assume those times, I think is it was really special. It was pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. 106. Mm. Yeah. For She's like not her, even a breaststroker. Yeah, either, for so. your worst stroke is pretty good. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. her sister is, I think, one that was like, she, her sister um, used to be a tournament. Yeah, Taylor used to be a 200 meter swimmer, and she's nearly—I think she's like 0.1 or 0.2 off her 100 breaststroke on PB as well. So I'm sure she's ticked uh, off. Yeah, I think not being a breaststroker, I think I'd like her to see her get it. Yeah, (laughs) and listen, it's coming off the back of one of the best things that I think the Aussies do. I think this is where they create separation almost with the rest of the world. Is that they they came together as a massive group. I I forget what they call it uh, in terms of like the technical term of, of the you know, coming together. National, national event camp. National event camp, yeah. And so what they do is they select the top athletes and coaches and they all go to off to camp together. And and I think it was like a week or two where they're basically all training, uh, you know, relatively together, at least in the same pool, probably doing different workouts at the same time and things like that, but coming together and doing team building and things like that. I think it's one of the most phenomenal things the Aussies do. And, and how are we not catching on the rest of the world that the Aussies are creating separation with this guys? Like they're, they're investing their time, their energy and bringing the coaches together. The coaches are just as much as the athletes sitting around. You know, I just watched, uh, I watched that new Top Gun movie on the weekend. You guys watched that, that one that came out a few, few months ago. Yeah. And, you know, they bring Tom Cruise back and then all of a sudden they're on the beach and they're playing beach volleyball. And the, and the guy comes down, he's like, what are you doing wasting, wasting our time? He's like, look over there and check out what they're doing. You know, and all the teams coming together and playing beach volleyball. And that's that's exactly what the Aussies are doing. And that's how you create separation. And the Americans know this. They put this into their movies, you know, but they're not doing it. Uh, uh, you know, USA Swimming's not doing anything like that where they're coming together collectively. But you can really tell that it's uh, so powerful. And uh, were you part of anything like that? Yeah, we did a few. So it's changed a little bit. We used to do um, national event camps based on your um, disciplines. So if you were a backstroker or a mm. butterfly or strokes, um, you'd go or, and the top 
you know, 10 or, you know, 20 swimmers of that um, backstroke, butterfly, whatever stroke you're in, would go and do a camp together. And it was actually super competitive. And I always used to, sometimes I was excited and sometimes I would dread it because, but at the end of the day, everyone gets competitive and it actually draws out the best of you. Um, because you're racing and someone, you know, next to you might be, you know, top you know, top two in the world or Olympic champion and you don't get to, you know, race race with them every day, but then here you are in a camp and you get to swim right next to them and see what sets they're doing. So now I think they did a little bit more. They concentrate on relays this camp. Um, so they split them up based, I think, on distances. So the sprint boys are together with boys and girls and um, and then middle distance, and I think they had distance. So, But they do a really good job of all the coaches coming together as yeah. well. So they're trying mm. to learn off each other, which mm. I think is really good. There's no ego. There's no, um, you know, I'm the best. I've got the best swimmer. They come together and they want to learn. And it's the yeah. same as the athletes, right? So they come together. The younger ones might be a little bit intimidated, but I think learning off, you know, Kyle Chalmers or Emma McKeon, if you're a young girl coming through and it's your first camp, like how cool that you get to race against, you know, Olympic champions, um, world record holders. So for the younger guys, really good. And for the older guys, it's, you know, it's a bit of a, I think I saw something about Kate Campbell saying she, you know, she got beaten by 16 year olds at this camp and it was good to see Bronte and Kate Campbell back in the mix as well. So they are back swimming. Um, so, you know, for the older ones, it's, um, a bit of a reality check and sometimes it hurts the confidence just a little bit, but also makes you hungry, makes, makes you motivated. Um, and I think the biggest thing about those camps is you learn, you learn a lot. You might learn a new technique off your relay changes, changeovers. You might learn recovery techniques. You might learn off a different coach. Um, mm. it's always good to learn. So I think with that, and you can see the team, um, kind of ambience come together with everyone. It was mm. um, watching, you know, watching their Instagrams and stuff. I saw a lot of them, you know, taking some selfies and um, kind of give you a little insight of of how they hang out and what they do. So, yeah, they do do it well. But I like to see that you know no one's too cool or um, no one's better than anyone. They just come together and um, yeah, they just pretty much train hard for a full week and and go head to head with everyone, which is good, really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's great for the coaches, like you said. It was nice to see Kyle Chalmers and Cody Simpson rooming together too. That was good. I, no, I made that up, actually. I don't think they did. Mate, don't you go start rooming <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the, some, someone made that joke last live show or two live shows again. Yeah. Yeah, go. yeah it was pretty funny. Yeah, very cool. Oh, well, it'd be good to see the Aussies. You know, look, again, the Aussies are, have, have an advantage right now that they're focused on long course. They're racing long course. They're training it. They're, they're, and this is why I think their trials are always really fast. So they have the advantage of, of a really, really fast trials, but then, you know, they have to wait a little while to kind of back it up and then go again. And then by the time they, they race the big meet, it's, it's winter time. So that's where the, the disadvantage comes in. So right now the Aussies have the upper hand long course, but. Um, Didn't they change that though? Aren't they trying to copy yeah. what America's doing now? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Little bit. Can't I change the weather though. Yeah, I think there's an advantage and disadvantage for kind of everything. Like, you know, the Americans saying that, like, they're getting so much experience. If you're in college right now, you get so much experience racing nearly every weekend. Mm, mm. You get your turns, you get your starts, you get to work on all those skills. So I think it's a bit of both. But, yeah, we tried to copy the Americans, I think, and, and push our trials a little bit closer to a big meet. Yeah. Um, so, 
Yeah. I think everyone copies everyone. They just don't say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go to some questions. I want to get Sunny going. Get uh, get these questions going here. So let's let's stop pumping them out. Let's get what the. That? Where'd that question go? Uh, here you go. Is this one? Yeah. yeah um, do you think crooks will unleash? I know Sonny's had some comments on this, and I and I think I would tend to agree uh, somewhat. Look, um, I think he's getting his start down, and it, and it's imperative to have a killer start. You see, Ben Proud, one of the best swimmers in the world, most dominant fifty freestyler from last year. You see Caleb Dressel in the past. You see where Bruno Fratis has struggled. You know his his best swims have come uh, where he's kind of swum over the top of some people because he's, he's had a, a poor start. So you can't <clears throat> take away from a great start. And I think that's what Crooks is getting. He's, he's understanding that. But now then the difference here is that, you know, instead of taking seven strokes and being able to flip and then get back on that underwater again, now you've got to maintain. And this is where the, the long course is a completely different beast. You know, once you get into a rhythm of, of power, and efficiency it is difficult and so so they say that the the winner of the 50 freestyle tends to be the person that slows down the least and we've even seen this with caleb where generally he's jumped out to a pretty good start and people reel him in a little bit so um do i think he'll go 20.8 no i don't he's just not at that level yet he just really isn't he hasn't he hasn't done it enough to all of a sudden say yeah he's going to be a 20.8 swimmer what we need to see from someone like him would be you know a 21 to 21 three and then you can start having conversations like that but he's not even at that level yet so you know i think it's gonna it's gonna be something like i think he should aim for getting into that range you know where ben proud is right now that 21 two range that would be the aim this summer and then you could say well possibly next summer at the olympics we could start talking about something like that but um, they're just two different animals and you've got to, you got to tame that beast, that long course beast. Sonny, what's your opinion here? Uh, well, I mean, he's not even been 21 yet. So that's, uh, that's the first thing. And I agree on that point, Brett, like, yeah. uh, you know, he's as close to going 20.8 as freaking I am to going 21.8, you know? So mm. when you think of it like that, it's, it's, it's miles away, but also the difference between swimming seven strokes from a breakout to swimming what is probably going to be 30 to 40 strokes, you know, in a 50 meter pool, they're completely different things as you've said. And he's, he's DPS and his stroke efficiency looks really good. And he, he seems to hold water very well. He's got really big, long arms and, and I like his stroke, but you know, he's got to, he's got to get it done. The other thing as well that I think him and Maggie McNeil have in common is they're really good off the turn underwater, but mm. not quite as good off the dive, you know, and look, his underwaters are so good that his start looks great. But actually, if you look at his dive and the mechanics of his dive versus Ben mm. or Caleb, mm. he, he's nowhere near as good. It's mm. just he almost catches up. Like Ben's still beat him to 15 at World mm. Short Course. And then he kills Ben at the turn. So mm. fly kicks, miles better. And I think what he does is he's still, he's still really young. And I think he still starts initiating them kicks way too early. And doesn't just hold that body line that, you know, these more experienced guys like Caleb and Ben do a fantastic job at. But uh, he's got a long way to go. I, I don't know if you saw his, like, progression in yards since high school. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're going to see something similar in long course meters over the coming years. Whether it's down to 20.8 or not, I mean, we don't know, do we? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's watch this 53 real quick. 
Listen, man, this, this Caleb Dressel record, this 53 record, you're creeping up on that. Is 17 a reality for you, you think? I think it's doable one day. It's going to take a lot of work and time, but it's definitely a goal of mine. Yeah, see, uh, even from there, like, he's he's pushing a lot of water. He's he's His shoulder, especially on that right side, is still underwater. He doesn't get over the top of the water like Fred Bousquet. Like, Fred Bousquet would come up and over. Like, you could see Fred's whole entire armpit. And this is where I say, keep your armpits dry. And what he's doing, he's very he, he's in a negative position, almost like what James Gibson talks about, where he's, he's flat and he's pushing water. He's extremely powerful. You can see the power that he was generating and the strength that he has and this thunderous kick. He's got a lot of things going for him. But if you don't get up and over that water, all you're doing is pushing water down the pool. And by the time you get to the 35, you just start slapping and it gets really ugly and messy. And this is where a Bruno Fratis, who was so technically proficient and could get those strokes up and over the water and he's powering and he's going to swim straight past you at that point. So... It's a different animal. If you're pushing water in the long course freestyle, you're not going to go anywhere. And that's where Jordan is right there. And people will say, oh, he looks amazing right there. I don't think so. I don't think he looks that great there. I think he he's underwater is a freaky phenomenal, no doubt. It's when he gets insane. up and starts pushing water with his shoulders, yeah, he's got a long way to go, you know? And I think you can really see the the difference between like him and Josh Lindo. Josh Lindo is way more of a long course swimmer. You know, like he's gone 50 point in the hunter fly, he's gone 47 in the hunter freestyle. He he goes out fast, like he told us in the podcast, and he's gonna try to beat you on the way back too. And when you watch their hunter freestyle, Crooks still beat him, you know, but he beat him, he beat him on the walls and he beat him underwater. He didn't beat him swimming. You know, once you go to a long course pool, I think Josh Lynn is gonna kick him and you know, just kick his tail. Um uh that being said, um Man, that that when he went eighteen, when Crooks went eighteen nine, let me see if I can find this thing. It was he when he jumps off the blocks. Um, oh, the fly one. Yeah. Yeah, fly fly one was. It is crazy. It's he's like so powerful off the blocks. He's it's he, he almost like. <laughs> it's again like it's powerful like he's a super powerful mm. kid but he's not technically proficient he's sloppy and that's not a great long course 50 fly technique even there ben proud would smoke him you know the top 50 flyers in the world would kill him in that instance now off that relay dive he hits that line that sonny's talking about he hits that perfect line he doesn't seem to hit that same line off the start and and again this is kind of a similar issue that i would have with bruno bruno would have a beautiful relay exchange and hit a great line and um and could swim super fast on a relay but then you'd get him flat start and he would it would flatten out and so i think this is what jordan's doing is he, is he hits flat and he and he bottoms out at the bottom you know and then and then he's trying to dig his way out of it and he's got great underwaters but he he flat lines type thing so yeah he's gonna he's got some things to work on he's a young kid and it's great that he's swimming fast and powerful but that power that just raw power doesn't translate into stroke efficiency you know long course it, it'll definitely it's going to be a major storyline you know up and we're this we're getting close right 2024 is next year um so this is the world champion short course now he's 
doing things in the NCAA that had never seen before. His transition to becoming a long course swimmer is obviously what everyone wants to talk about. So yeah. it'll it'll we'll we'll see what happens. Matt Credich in Tennessee and Josh Hugger, they're gonna they're gonna get him ready. Vasa has been the go-to training tool outside of the pool for over 30 years. Vasa's products are ideal for developing power and proper technique in your swimmer's catch. Add a few Vasa trainers to your pool deck and it's like adding an extra lane to your swimming pool. Go to vasatrainer.com, use code BREAD at checkout and get 10% off anything from Vasa. Destro Swim Towers. Gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save $150 per double swim tower by using code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, at checkout. DestroMachines.com. Yeah, you guys are over in Europe, uh, over that way. Have you have you heard anything about Ben Tidley? I haven't heard anything. Oh, I've not heard anything. We'll, we'll, we'll give him a text. Ben, we forgot to update no, right. I think no, I think he changed his number. I can't get a hold of him anymore. Oh, really? So, yeah, I think I think I had his Canadian number, and and um, I lost contact with him. So, um, let me let me try and track him down this week. You can track him down. I can sniff him out. Yeah, yeah, you'll get him. Hmm. Sorry, I, 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 before finishing on Jordan Crooks, I've I've got a really good angle of his fifty freestyle short course meters that I just wanted to bring up. But on on the way back, you can see, you can see like. That's the position I think Brett's talking about where his shoulder's not facing forwards or positive, but then he does get it right after that. He does get the armpit out quite nicely. I think it's worse on his right side, though. Try his right side. I mean, obviously, we don't have as good... Have a look. Yeah, see there? See how it's really flat there? You can't... Like, his armpit's not even coming out of the water. He's just pushing water on his right side. Well, I thought this was quite a good shot. To that is it's a really good shot. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get over on his right side enough. His left side comes up and over and he gets good height on it. But he's not balanced. And if you're not balanced long course like there, see he seems to be getting over it. That's him, right? Right there. Yeah, yeah. and, that, and that's yep. a that's yeah. a breakout too. That's so breakout, yeah. he gets up and over that, but then he's very flat on the right side. I think that's his Achilles heel. And look how short it seems like his hand hits shorter on the right. It does. He got, yeah. he got a lot of work to do on that right side, I believe, before he balances out. And this is where this is where we did hours and hours of work with with a guy like Fred Bousquet on this stuff. This is what I mean about the start as well. Like it's just like he's nowhere near as dominant on the start yeah. as he is the turn either. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just wanted to show that. No, it's good. It's good. Really good. I, think it, I think it visualized it quite nicely. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What other questions we got in here? You want to throw some questions up? Oops, sorry, I clicked something. I've I, I done one at the same time. But uh, anybody have any insight into how Dresser went from 52-200 fly in 2016 to 49-8 in 2017? And do you think Liendo training at Florida can have a similar trajectory? Just to clarify, Josh Liendo already goes 50.8 long course. He's Commonwealth yeah. champion. He's world medalist or world finalist, one of the two. So if he has a similar trajectory, he goes 47. So no, he's not going to have a trajectory. <laughs> Bottom line, he's not dropping um, 2.4 seconds off 50.8. We're not. We're, he's not going 48.4 or mm. 48.6. He's just not. No, but can he go 49? Yes, he can. He's got that talent. He's in the right place. He seems to be around the right people. Uh, he, he's having success at Florida already. 
and he can swim long course. So, and, and he, he, look, Florida tends to be a long course program too. They, they do really well in that respect. So absolutely he can get down to the 49 club and yeah, I, I would predict that he would certainly do that this summer if he, if he stays focused. I thought this was a good one for Megan. Hey, I just finished state and got my first sectional cut in the 200 back. Any tips on how to improve? Yeah. I don't know anything about backstroke, so, you know. Yeah, any question? She's been answering questions. Any question? I've been, how many times have I got to tell you? Any questions? I know. I'll give you a couple of really quick ones, but any question, that would be a great question, and I love mm. answering those questions. Um, I think a 200 back, it depends uh, on, a, on a couple of things. If you've got speed, You've obviously got to use it. Don't be scared. So if you've got a hundred meter speed, try and take it out a little bit faster. But if you don't have that speed, I didn't have as much front end speed. So I had to work the back end, like the third 50 and the fourth 50. For me, that was my strength. So it depends what way you kind of swim it. But my main thing would be don't be scared of a turn of backstroke. It's going to hurt either way. Absolutely either way. Um, and remember, you got three turns. So work your turns um, and commit in training how many kicks you're going to do off each wall. So if you don't do it in training, you're not going to do it in a race. So um, for me, I would say, yeah, work to your strengths, um, 200 back. And I would always say work on that third 50, building into the third 50. So second 50, 15 metres to go, building into the third 50 is probably a key um, little area. A couple of people go to sleep in that one. So, if, yeah, that would be my couple of different, um, yeah, a couple of different tips on how to improve, I think. Um, yeah, is there a way where you can, um, is there a way where you can get out faster, get up on your tempo a little bit, but still save your legs? Yeah, I think the first 50, I think don't, um, overuse your legs for turn back cause it's very leg dominated. So you can be able to feel the water and hold on to your stroke rate and not spin. Um, but your legs are kind of just, you know, fluttering behind you. They're not working as hard as they would in a hundred. That would be probably my only piece of advice. Don't overuse in the first 50. Um, it depends as, as well. Like for me, I was stronger in my arms and my legs. So um, my pull on, and my feel on the water was amazing. So I would say work to your strengths. If you've got good legs, work on that. Um, but don't overuse them in the first 50. Uh, it's couple, you know, like a 200 is such a hard race. You either, you're either sprinting it and, and going out fast or... Um, you're holding on that second 50 and you work the second 100. So um, I think Thorpe was, I think there was something on Thorpe said everyone is doing the 200 freestyle wrong. That was a pretty cool debate that I liked. Um, pretty much said every single person swam the 200 meter freestyle wrong. Which yeah, is, where did uh, he say that? Did, does anyone have any idea where he said that? It was on a podcast. Which podcast was it? Yeah, was it yeah. one of those swimming podcasts. That British fellas or saying. We're gonna get him back on. We're gonna, we need him talking. Yeah. Again. let's get him. It back was on. a bold statement, and I was like, "That's a pretty cool statement from you know one of the best ever." Yeah, um, and, and right. he had some pretty good reasons behind it, I think, as well. So, um, saying you know a lot Gotta of people just sit back, a lot of people mm. sit back and are a bit scared to go out. Um, everyone just kind of looks at each other and waits for the last 50 to be a hero. So there might be a point to that. Nate, let's well. clip that and put that as the greatest clip of all time. <laughs> I, think it, I think it is like the probably the most viewed clip we have, I think. Still. Yeah, I think it I is. I mean, cool. it's, it's been three years almost. I mean, let's I just clip out. it to like a sentence, you know, so that we can just replay it anytime. It's like, <laughs> get on it. <laughs> all right, Sonny Bucks this weekend. Explain, yeah, explain to the Americans what the heck a bucks is. 
Bucks is the British University Championships or something like that. Basically, it's NCAAs, but long course and nowhere near as competitive. And I mean, the biggest difference is that anyone can go to it. So if you go to a really low level university in the UK that has like a two times a week swimming program and you're their fastest 50 freestyler at 35 seconds, you go. You're you're in. That's cool. but then if you're actually pretty good and you go to like a Loughborough, getting on their team is as hard as going to NCAAs. You know, their team is international yeah. medalist athletes. So, right. yeah. but, but you know, heat, heat one to 10, you know, is very low level. And then, it, you know, by the time you get to the seeded heats, you get some competitive swimmers. But, you know, making a final is still way easier than qualifying to NCAAs, you know. Um Give or take, some events might be more more deep, but you know, still winning a medal, and the, the top times are generally pretty fast. But then also the guys that win, you know, you look at Loughborough, they've got the Hanson sisters, they've got you know a few other big players like that. They're not going to be rested for this anyway because it's February. So, the yeah, Weston's Loughborough, going to be there. The Hansons are going to be there. I mean, the one of them will be. Sophie can. Louis, Louise can't. I think Louise is finished, but Sophie is eligible because she's now doing a masters. Um, would be my call. But we're, we're, it's really relaxed compared to NCAA. So even in previous years, you, you can have like exhibitions, but they might even let Louise swim because she's rep, she represents Loughborough. Like that's kind of how it goes. Like people that are not at uni just rock up and compete. And I'm like, eh, they're allowed. Um, so it's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe they don't score points, but it's a free horse race between Loughborough, Bath and Sterling. And even then, I can tell you now, Loughborough are going to win. Right, mm, Loughborough. Okay. But maybe we'll see some fast times, right? There will be a there will be a couple of fast times, but I don't think there'll be anything like uh, what Kaylee done in 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 Australia this weekend. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, there might be a hundred breaststroke quicker than one hundred six eight um, with the likes of Tatiana Belonogov and uh, you know Sophie, but that's because they're breaststrokers, not backstrokers. Yeah. Kira Toussaint joined him in Spain. I thought Kira Toussaint was at Tennessee, but did she go to Ben Tidley? When you, when you get... I, I know she left Tennessee again. She went back to Tennessee. She wasn't super happy with uh, the Dutch program, went back to Tennessee and, you know, obviously has joined oh. Ben in Spain to be back in Europe, which makes sense. Oh, okay. We need to get some word on this. We need to get word on this. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, look, the simple answer here is no. <laughs> um <laughs> Do you think Crooks is the guy who break his world record at some point of his career? Again, there's just like there's light years between where he is and where the world record is. This, this, if you had asked me, is Ben Proud the guy? I'd say, yeah, Ben Proud's the guy. Um, you know, you're overlooking a bunch of really good top end talent to say Crooks is the guy to break it. Um, you know, I'm going to say Ben Proud on this occasion, but um. Crooks has potential to swim really fast long course. We just haven't seen it yet. And there's, and there's a lot of work to do. So let's not jump straight to the world record just yet. He's got, he's got a lot of work to do to get to the summit. You know, he's at, he's at base camp right now. Um, so let's not, let's not get there. Um, All right. Not, women's NCAAs. Who you got Kate Douglas or Maggie McNeil? In what? I mean, Kate fly. Douglas can swim Under everything. Fly. Can't she? I don't know if, I don't know if they're going to be matched up in that or not. Did you see Maggie McNeil's hunter fly? Six strokes, six strokes, six strokes, six strokes. Wow. 48-9. 
Does she breathe every stroke or every other? How's she? How, what's her br- breathing pattern there? Good question. I'm pretty I'm sure not... she's an every stroker. I'm pretty sure. So it she's hitting full. She's hitting full kickouts, and then she's breathing every stroke. But she's so flat and powerful, you know, like she's right, right, right in front there. So like it doesn't even get her out of a rhythm or anything, does it? Just she's getting the air that she needs, and then hitting the underwater kicks. That she it will needs. be interesting to see what what they choose. I mean, Alex Walsh was doing some off events this week Alex too. Alex Walsh again, another one. Like yeah, this another one everything. One almost no one. She was barely talked about at all this week. She won the yeah. two hundred breaststroke. Like she went two hundred three. Yeah. I mean, how do you have two swimmers on your team just randomly that can swim every event as fast? <laughs> like put them in a different event and they they break a, a record. This is what I'm talking about, Sonny. You have two olympic medalists basically who are on uh, your college team and they can do everything and then her little sister's the same way i mean she's the fastest 50 freestyler ever in the history of short course yards now uh, she can uh, do 100 back 100 flies she can i, I love watching gretchen speak but you can't put her in the same category as alex alex is an olympic bronze medalist and um they're different levels still you know gretchen hasn't even made a senior american team didn't Gretchen just go 20.8 in the 53? Yeah, she fastest did, ever short course yard. Yeah. She's, she's not in the same category as yeah. as, as an all-round swimmer as, as as her sister right now. Oh, are you saying and, her sister's better than her? Are you trying to create some sort of a rift with, between they don't even, sisters? They don't even barely compete. I mean, her sister can still go 46.5 in the 100 freestyle, and she's a 200 IM swimmer. I mean, come on. Like, I don't Alex, know. Alex Walsh is an absolute the, the, the sad thing for Alex is that Kate is just slightly better at pretty much everything. And it just, oh. it just, it just must suck. Like well, you are, you are trying to cause trouble. In I find them, them swimmers the most fascinating. Like Kaylee's another one. I mean, these girls, Kate, Alex, Kaylee, they can literally, you, you would bet on them in any event. Like, I'm sure they could put together a 400 freestyle or, you know, a 50 breaststroke. Or, like, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like, um, I mean, Kate Kate's versatility is just mind-blowing. I mean, even in meters, like, she's, yeah, she's unbelievable. And, yeah, and, and, and this Alex is why they too. broke, like, all the American relay records this weekend. Yeah. It's because they have three of the best ever. So, yeah. Did, did you, um, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, wow. So yeah, the, I guess nobody nobody's beaten them in NCAA's again. They're going for a three peat. Look at that shirt. They're going for a three peat. Uh yeah. Unbeatable? Yeah, I don't think they're gonna get beat, no. Yeah, unbeatable. Three peat. Yeah. You know, you you really um you need the studs, right? That 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 can win 20 yeah. points, 20 points, 20 points. You get yeah. three girls that are winning, you know, scoring 45 to 60 points each. Mm. You're just already way ahead. And then you put them on all the relays. They win all the relays. Now they're getting 40 points, 40 points, 40 points, 40 points. And you're already halfway there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can't be um, beat. I can't be beat. Are we going to do this? Are we going to do a special podcast where we go through every uh, NCAA event and try and predict two wins? Uh, if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. You can try to make it like rapid fire. We'll have to do some research, guys. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. we got a, we got another week of... We gotta wait for the conferences and then, you know, get the NCAA cuts. Let's make it fun for us, and whoever picks a winner gets something, right? 
what are we giving out? Yeah, what are we giving out? I don't <laughs> like know. I don't know. Let's have a thing. Let's have a oh, thing. Yeah. If you pick winners, though, like has to be something, right? Mm. Has to be worth something. Maybe a little money on the on the on the table here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Why not? Another question here. Will Flow Manadu ever get back to 21 low? Yes, he will. That's what he's training to do. So why wouldn't he? He's done in, it in front of the home crowd. He's going one more, one more. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Home crowd. Yeah. yeah. He looks motivated fun. too. He looks yeah. like he's really enjoying swimming. Mm. I think is is really important. Like if you're enjoying it outside the pool, you're going to swim good inside the pool. So, yeah. I mean, maybe he wants to finish his career hometown. You know. Yeah. Be, I, I think he looks good. I, I'm going to say, yeah, he's going to get back there. Be Come on, Flo. Let's go, Flo. Yeah, we like we like Flo. His yeah. wife is, um, you know, retired now. And they used yeah. to like be able to like go to workout together. <laughs> well, they're not now, officially married yet, are they? Oh yeah, maybe they're not. Maybe they're engaged, whatever you want to engaged, say. Engaged, yeah. Fiance, say it's that French she's word. Just like know? on the couch watching TV, eating whatever she wants. She's got to go to workout. <laughs> To look like she's eating whatever she wants. Have you seen yeah. her, man? She's yeah. I think that's that's pretty she looks fit. pretty fit. <laughs> yeah. They're she both looks, looking pretty fit. Yeah, they're, both, yeah, they're, they're pretty both fit fit. people. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Flo will be back. Yes, 21 low. Flo's back in the money. I'm picking it. You, you were shaking your head there, Sonny. What was that all about? Uh, I feel like he's been 21 low once in his life. And that was 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah, one and more just... time than us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think... The argument of we can't have an opinion if we've not done something is not relevant. And I just, I don't know. I just think. I'm kidding. He's been like 21-3 multiple times, right? Again, 10 years ago, I just, I don't see another 21 low. Oh, wow. We'll put money on that too. <laughs> we kind of have the same opinion, Brett. You know, like. Uh, yeah, I like it. He's getting up there in age. So what what is he training for then? Just a 21-7? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying he's training for a 21 7. I, I, I mean, I, I also i am sure he wants to win. I'm just saying. He's so Nick Santos. Him. Nick Santos is capable of winning world titles at 43, but Flo is not capable of going fast at uh, 30. What is he? 30 something? There was actually a. There we oh, go. Flo. Question. When do athletes actually peak in 50 meter sprints? If you're Brazilian, you don't peak until you're, you're early to mid 40s. <laughs> Um, you know that that's a fact. Um, I don't know about Frenchmen, but if you're Brazilian, you are you are not even coming into your prime until you're like 39. 30 something, so. yeah, yeah. That's you, too funny. Nick, Nick Santos was legit. I think at like when I went my 50 butterfly PB at like 21, I think I'm genuinely like point one off him at 21. So I'm just. I'm biding my time. I'm going to get a million passport. <laughs> get another decade. Wow, in back in 10 years. <laughs> there we go. Flo's 32. We're saying we, he can't go our best time at 32. It's not It's not necessarily about his age. It's about his motivation, like Megan's saying. Like he's, He looks yeah. motivated again. So, like, it really comes down to is Flo motivated? And, look, he was out in Florida with, with a team, small team, training, you know, at a camp, getting some sunshine, doing that sort of thing, and, and um, putting the work in. So, Look, if Flo's motivated, he's capable of anything. But yeah, we haven't seen it in a long time. I, this, this, I can't disagree with everything that Sonny's saying, but I just can't say flat out that he'll never get back there. If, if that man is motivated to get back there, he will get back there. It's really up to him. You're also like an internal optimist anyways, you know? Yeah, I'm also, you know, I, I like people too. You know, I, I, I think that um, 
I back people that I like, you know, and I think he's, I think he's won, he's won the Olympics before he's won world titles. He's, he's finished second at, at two other Olympics. So he's got gold, yeah, silver, gold silver. silver. It's like, yeah. like, he knows how to get it done on the day too. So right, it's, yeah. good point. You know, I don't know. He just, to say that he couldn't like to say he's going to break the world record. No, I don't think that's happening. Right. I'm not going to go that far, but to say that he couldn't go a 21 low again, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that past him, but, um, Again, it's up to Flo. It's not up to me or Sonny. It's up to him. That's so right. does Flo point Anthony Irvin? I just want to quickly share share my screen. Look at this. Maybe Anthony Irvin's going to pull an Anthony Irvin. How can I? There we go. Look at this. What's he doing? Is this Anthony? Oh, he's back. Who's that? Who's he with? Someone uh, ben. ben and Anthony Irvin in a pool in Hawaii together. Oh, hang on. Pretty Look awesome. How epic a picture is that? Very Look cool. Out. Who, uh, where's it? Where, who's, who's, who posted? There's also this, this picture here is, uh, it's in there is Aaron Pearsall, Anthony Irvin, Ben Proud, Linear Mac. They're going for a little beach run together. Uh, <laughs> um, it's pretty cool stuff. What, what a group of legends. Yeah. There they are. Um, it's over in Hawaii right now. Yeah. Um, Nice. All right. Well, I guess we're doing an NCAA uh, pick them. Megan, I think you got to go, don't you? Don't you have a practice? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say get uh, by for a quick exit, but um, good chatting, guys. I like it. I'm yeah, looking for you. NCAA uh, pick it. I'm in. All right. Start doing your research. Hit your research yeah. button. Let's get it going. Absolutely. All, All right, right, guys. Later. Bye. Good. Yeah. Ciao. More questions here. What else we got? About Flo's gym PRs, I know that Flo is on doing cardio in the gym three times a week at the moment, and I know he's doing lifts twice a week at the moment. More cardio than lifts, eh? Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's been doing some just like some bikes and some some rows just to supplement his swimming. Interesting. Okay, maybe he won't get back down to twenty-one low. Okay. Gotta get that strength up, man. Keep the strength up. What's he doing? Cardio in the gym. He's doing the 53. Let's get some power in the gym. Maybe I don't know. Was he too bulky? Is that what he thought? Uh I don't know. I, I just I've seen his weekly schedule at the moment and oh, I know God. that. All right. Well I'm having All right. doubts now. Guys, it's good to be back today. Yeah, it is good to be back. We're all over the place, but it was all good. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, I think. I, sorry, I just wanted to. I'm just going back through the comments. This guy, people forget about this guy, Gui Caribe. He, like he's he's been he's like 18 Brazilian lad, and this year he's been like 21 seven and 47 eight long course. Yeah, like, is that the kid at Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, he's like the second oh. guy at Tennessee that people forget about because of Jordan, but he's actually been 21 and 47 long course like oh, yeah. this year, like 2023, yeah. like at a little meet in january or december maybe but like this guy could be the real deal and people were just forgetting about him because he's not going 17 right he's still really where, good yards as well where where was he this weekend he was there he comes he yeah. freestyle yeah he helped again. tennessee beat florida in the, the freestyle relay overshadowed he, yeah he was still oh, like oh, 41 oh. five he was point one back from josh liendo in the 100 freestyle point one hmm. or two like i, I he think was he's really I think good. he's I think his surname is also something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like, it, it might be a Santos as well in there. That's what it is. It's a Santos. 
It's yeah, Gwilla. How do you say that? Gui? Is it Gwilla? Gwilla Hearn? Gwillarine? Come on, you you know Brazil. Yeah, you, I mean, you speak on. Brazilian, right, Brett? You speak Brazilian, Brett. Come on, how do you say it? It's Portuguese, it... by the way. It's not Brazilian. But... <laughs> <laughs> don't get technical with us. Don't... Foreign animals. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really. I don't know much about him myself. We might. We might need to try and get him on the podcast. I guess his English is getting better, so we will have to get him on. Yeah, it's got to be decent enough. He had to pass the TOEFL to get to America, right? <laughs> There's ways around that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Later. See ya. Swim Angelfish. Swim Angelfish is an online certification program that strengthens your teaching curriculum to serve swimmers of all abilities. Swim Angelfish will prepare you and your instructors with the skills to teach swimmers with autism, physical disabilities, anxiety, sensory and motor conditions, and more. Learn to teach skills faster and with more comfort with Swim Angelfish. Apply for an only alpha pool product scholarship and receive up to 50% off your certification. Go to swimangelfish.com today to apply.